unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. And then they're like, okay, now we're going to sing some music. And the people in charge of the music had traveled all around like the Middle East and had learned traditional Jewish songs that are based off of Syrian hymns that like use the original like oh, rhythms and cool. stuff. And they're like, this is kind of unique to a lot of the churches. And they start playing. And no joke, Amazing. like if you've watched The Prince of Egypt, the part where they're like, was just... dancing and singing in the yeah. desert, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like lost it. And, like, <laughs> and you feel the spirit. I'm not kidding. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Seeds Unscripted. <laughs> another episode of CSI. Yeah! Oh! Investigation. <laughs> Today, we're going to be investigating. Whoa, it is CSI. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we're going to be talking about times when we've visited other churches and our experiences with them and some of our recent experiences. And I am so stoked about this episode. This is really cool because I don't know why, for some reason, people put an extra emphasis about members of the church being ignorant and or like sheltered when it comes to right, other yeah, religions. Yeah. Be in. Because we were raised in it, and it's all we've ever known. So mm-hmm. how do you actually know? So it's cool. Like we'd like you to know, we have learned a lot about other religions, definitely, and then gone to visit. And so we're going to talk about that experience. Um, and I, I guess... can actually say, like, it is such a joy in my life to go to other churches. I enjoy it so much. In the same way that I really love to read a good book or go to a museum and just learn and be enlightened and inspired and cultivate some empathy. It just does that for me every time, and it's something that I really yeah, love. And I, I think if you go in with an open mind, too, I you you learn how to live your beliefs better. Yeah. That's, some, that's something yeah. that I left from, like, visiting different congregations was being, I was blown away by their faith. Yeah. And like, wow. They are awesome. You like, get really like how dedicated they are. And then I was inspired to live what I believe better. And, and then I understood it better. So And you realize that we're in this worldwide community of faith and it's so much bigger than our religion. We can all support each other and there's like we can all just be on the same team. It's really us against the atheists, guys. We're all in this together, except for you guys. Oh, no. Jerks. Um <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, we've gotta cut it out. It was a joke. It was just a big joke. What's the favorite place you've been to? I'm taking notes. My favorite church. Okay, so I went to a Catholic church recently, and I've been. To, I also went to one on my mission. And first of all, did you get doubts on your mission? Did I have doubts on my and mission? You started to investigate the Catholic church. No, we church. went. No, can, you, <laughs> can you imagine? I'm like, I actually converted. You're like, ah, no. I got all this time on my hands. I might as well investigate other religions. So we you know? were, um, we were knocking doors, and there was this lady who like opened the door and was so gracious and like listened to our message and then she actually invited us to attend her church as well to kind of see what she believed and we went with her we went with her and we experienced it um so both times something that really struck me was the beautiful visuals in the catholic church there are so many visual portrayals of the savior of the crucifixion of the resurrection um, also, just, like, the beautiful clothing that the priests wear and, like, all of the symbolism. I'm sure I have no idea. Like, I, like my comprehension of all the symbols around me, I'm sure, like, I haven't even scratched the surface. Sure. But just the respect and the love that goes into their, like, their worship environment, yeah. so cool. It's, it's cool, too, because I, I think 
um, the Church of Jesus Christ, definitely, like, we put an emphasis on beauty, but in a very simple, mm -hmm. you know, because like, the temples are beautiful, but it's very simple. Right. You know, like marble, just marble, white, and... Well, and the churches and, as well are very yeah, practical. And, and, and yeah. so it's beautiful in a different way, but it is really cool that the Catholic Church, I mean, like, their cathedrals... So beautiful, so ornate. blow your mind. Yeah, and it's, it's so. just really, it just you get there and you're like, wow, this is a holy place. I, I feel that. Yeah. And something that also really struck me about the Catholic Church is they're very welcoming to visitors. I had to write down what this term is called. I want to say it's the Missal. I could be mispronouncing that, but they have these books oh, yeah. um, that they have all the prayers and all the recitations in there so you right. can follow along the whole time. And and from the times I've been, is they, they're very like, it's not like we're just going to leave you to your own devices. They're like, Oh, do you want I mean, like, yeah. like, yeah, there's, I don't know. They were just so yeah. kind and like, Oh, we, we nail now or we do uh -huh. this now. And it was like, Oh, okay. Like, yeah. And it's just very, very nice. warm, very welcoming. And then another thing that struck me is the interactive nature of the, like the fact that you are standing and sitting and singing so much. I often can sometimes kind of tune out in church. Like I'm, I'm not a perfect person. I need to be better at that. And what's cool is that in the Catholic church, I feel like everyone's just really present because there is so much movement and singing and reciting that the audience just participates the whole time, which I think is really cool. I, I fall asleep every Sunday. You fall asleep without every fail. <laughs> and it was, and then now that I'm in a bishopric and I have to sit in front, I, it's, it's literally just cross. I'm trying, I'm like, struggling and my wife is like sitting there she's like you can do it you can do it i'm, like, I'm trying i promise this is so hard just yeah sitting there for my so dad long. who is a chronic insomniac like cannot sleep at night basically <laughs> i would like see him fall asleep on the stand yeah, i'm like exactly. that's so insane. that's just too much dad but yeah yeah so you ain't you're not gonna fall asleep at catholic mass because there's a lot of participation involved oh also um this is something that i didn't know but now i do they some devout Catholic members go and pray, do the rosary prayer every single day. Every single day they go That's to church. That's really cool. Not everyone, but some. And some people yeah. like go as often as they can. And the idea that there are people who are so dedicated to starting off their day with like prayer. Right. How awesome. Like I yeah. try to get in my prayers, you know, like right before I rush off to work. And I'm sure that I just don't put in the same amount of thought that they do. You know? Well, and it's, I think, like, to have a special... It's, it's like going to the temple every day, mm -hmm. you know? And, like, it's just, like, people who put in that kind of effort, like, that's so amazing mm -hmm. because you've got, you've, you're growing closer to God by showing that respect, yeah. by putting in that effort. Yeah. Um, one of the similar experience was when I went to an evangelical church just down the street. Mm -hmm. um, so not, not in Provo, it was in Springville, right? That's just... One direction mm -hmm. of us, north or south. Mm -hmm. And because my wife had to go for one of her classes. Mm -hmm. And and it was like same thing, like where they were like super nice and very inviting. And song songs were very fun. Mm -hmm. Like they were, and, but I think my favorite part though is, is this community, there weren't very many young people in this group. They were more older, but they were so excited. Like, I and that, that was something that like, I, I just don't remember seeing a lot of growing up in going to church is as old people just being happy yeah while they're just like singing these yeah. songs and just like just so hyped. into it and then when the so when the minister church. says something and they're just like amen and i was just it's like so that was really cool and so and i know i'm not saying that's something that like churches need to do or not to do but it was like it was fun to see people 
because I just, my experience going to church has always been kind of stressed because I have a calling <laughs> that I have to fulfill and I'm just really, well, it's very talk, reverent, you know, I'm very reverent, yeah. reverent. So, and I, I do give credit to, to religions that invite that, like, where you're like, you're excited to live the gospel yes. and not stressed <laughs> to live it, you know? Um, That's so cool. The, the one place though. So, so I went, I did a study abroad, right? Mm-hmm. So I went to New York and... Abroad to New York. Right. So like it doesn't, I don't know, it wasn't really abroad. <laughs> it was an experience. But I was there for three months and we got, I took a world religions, world class, religions class and every week we went to a different religious meeting, right? Wow. For a different That's place. really amazing actually. So like, cool, crazy experience. It was cooler than I even thought it could have been. Mm-hmm. And so we learned about... It's like, so we went to a mosque and we met with the imam there and we like witnessed one of their worship sessions and we went to like the Hillsong mega church, you know, which Christianity, but very, very, very different. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, but, and I think my favorite experience though was going to a Jewish synagogue and it was, so like when you go in, they have... You're supposed to wear, and oh, the, I should have wrote it down, but the, the, the little hats. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're all men, all the men are supposed to wear them, and they have extra ones for guests. And oh. so they have a guy standing by the door. And so if you come in as a guest, he like gives you one and shows you how to put it on. So gracious. And I was like, I this is kind of cool. And that. then we went up, so there's the, the main area, and then there's a place where guests can um, watch. And so we went up to the second floor. Well, not just guests, but like, it's just a second floor for anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but we went so that we wouldn't, because we didn't want to like interrupt because it was a bar mitzvah. Mm-hmm. And part of a bar mitzvah, well, part of the, because a, a boy says a prayer, he memorizes and says a prayer. And there's, they do more than just that. And so we went up and it was the coolest thing ever because so this woman comes up and she's the rabbi mm-hmm. and she starts giving this awesome speech about like loving your neighbors and service and stuff and giving examples from the scriptures and it's interesting to see their use of the old testament because mm-hmm. that's all they oh, use sure. is the torah yeah. and like that's not something we dive that deep into right um because and so that was really cool and then they they like okay now we're going to sing some music and the people in charge of the music had traveled all around like the middle east and had learned traditional Jewish songs that are based off of Syrian hymns that like use the original like oh, rhythms and cool. stuff. And they're like, this is kind of unique to a lot of the churches. We're the only church in New York that does it right now, but we hope you guys like it. And they start playing. And no oh, joke, amazing. like if you've watched The Prince of Egypt, the part where they're like, was dan- just... dan- dancing and singing in the yeah. desert, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like lost it. <laughs> <laughs> And you feel the spirit. I'm not kidding. Because can, it's the, yeah. they, this is the same language that Moses spake, spoke. And, like, these are the songs, the same yeah. rhythms that they played. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is real. Like, this is, the, like, these were Jehovah's people. And mm-hmm. so, and then the everyone stands up and starts clapping and singing. And, and same thing. The old ladies, I'm when there, there was a 92-year-old woman who was just standing up. And she can barely clap. But she was into it. And I'm just like, oh, man, this is so cool. And, like, and I just loved it. That's so I, like, I, awesome. I was like, I could just live there and just listen to the, just for the, the historical, like, religious, uh-huh. like, aspect of it. Like, it was just beautiful. Yeah. And and so it wasn't like, oh, man, I doubt my religion or question my faith. But it was just, like, this respect for the shared truths. Yes. You know? Which and, goes to show that you can feel the spirit and feel uplifted in other churches and gain extra truth and wisdom that you didn't have right. before. And 
with us being the true church, it's an emphasis on the priesthood mm-hmm. and the ordinances. Right, right. But as far as the worship service goes, a lot of it is due to policy. Mm-hmm. Like the way we worship every Sunday, a lot of it is based off of what our church leaders think is best for us. And there's obviously revelation involved, Tradition. but it's not necessarily a question of right or wrong, like commandment, this is what God said Absolutely. or else, you know? Yes. So it's really cool to experience how a lot of people have chosen to worship God mm-hmm. based and, and to share those common truths mm-hmm. of a belief in God mm-hmm. um, and for some a faith in Jesus Christ or for some just a belief in a higher power. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know? There's a religion called the Sikh religion mm-hmm. that a lot of people confuse for Muslims because the Sikhs wear... Um, They're spelled... the ones that don't cut their hair. Yeah, they don't cut their hair, okay. right? And yeah, so they yeah. wear, they wear um, turbans, I guess. I, I, I don't know if there's a more religious name for that. Mm-hmm. but And they don't cut their hair, and so they wrap their hair up in a turban. Right. And they have to cover it. Like, that's part of their... I mean, they don't have to, but they choose not to show it because it shows respect to God for what he's given them. Mm-hmm. And sadly, a lot of people... I'm going to do like a documentary about it because it was just like Muslims and Sikhs were just treated so poorly because like these terrorists, you know, just did these crazy things. And everyone's like, oh, well, because they're from the Middle East, then anyone who has any affiliation Mm -hmm. must be bad. And it was Mm -hmm. horrendous how they were treated. Mm -hmm. Side note, like that that was on the side. But the Sikh religion was really cool because they have very, very specific symbolism Mm -hmm. involved with their religion that they like are like... They have, so, like, they don't cut their hair ever. Right. And, like, that, to have that kind of self-control and willpower and belief in anything. And is, willingness to stand out and be so different. Oh, right. And everywhere you go, you're right. go, people are going to see it. And it's not, be, and that, that's not the point of it. The point isn't for people to see you. The point is to hide it. Right. To keep it sacred and keep it safe. Right. Is it secret? Is it safe? Um, and then the other thing, this is so cool, they carry a, a part of the religion is to carry a sword. Hmm. everywhere they go to to be a symbolism of God's strength and that he will always defend you against your enemies never to be used except in defense now because modern day civilization isn't like cool about carrying swords everywhere they're allowed to carry like little swords they're like the size of a knife but it's still the shape of their traditional like curved but they are gonna do what they have to do to show that devotion but they're just and so I just had so much respect for their yeah, devotion to to carry these symbols to always remind themselves, mm-hmm. and like, and we do the same with garments, mm-hmm. you know. Definitely. And but it was like cool to share that, like when they're talking about like, oh, we never take it off, and just be like, have that common ground, be like, oh, I totally understand, you yeah. know. Yeah, definitely. And I think that what's so cool is that you probably had no idea about any of the stuff before you actually no, just I, went oh, out on a limb and yeah. attended a service and maybe went a little bit outside your comfort zone. It's not something that we're super familiar super with. Super outside of my comfort zone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and you developed this appreciative understanding. And this reminds me of, um, we had a BYU forum speaker come. His name is um, Ibu Patel. And he's the president of the Interfaith Youth Corps. Um, and he is Muslim. And he gave this whole forum address about the importance of developing an appreciative understanding of other religions because it helps us, like, we're not truly educated until we do that. And that as we learn about other religions and, like, understand them, we can, like, link arms in our communities and bring about real lasting change, which I thought was so cool. And there's a quote that I wanted to share. I put this in my notes because it just warmed my heart so much. So I want to share this. He said, 
I think that the people who do not receive some appreciative knowledge of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, of your ethics, of your history, of the movement West, from the burned-over district in New York State through Nauvoo all the way into Utah and what that journey meant, I think they're missing something. I think they lack something in their education. And everywhere I go, wherever I speak, I point that out to people. That's so cool. My heart soared. That's so cool. Because I've never heard someone outside of our tradition speak so warmly and enthusiastically through about ours. And him saying, like, talking about Nauvoo, I was like, you know about Nauvoo? Like, yeah. And that's... For those who don't know, that's like a really impactful part of our history where people like our ancestors were driven out and they left everything behind to follow our prophet and follow God. That just was so um, touching to me and it really made me want to say things like that to other people of other religions like, oh, you're Baha'i. I really appreciate your um, doctrine on peace and unity within the world and like we can all be unified or, oh, you're non denominational Christian. I love like your doctrine of inclusivity and like right. and following the savior i just think right like yeah. if we can just start to just broaden our horizons and get out of our comfort zones and educate ourselves i think that we really can just link together and all of us want to like serve and and be better people and we can just like join forces and do that together totally. you know yeah and this is like just personal belief i don't know if there's really any doctrine behind it is that at the end of the day whether it's judgment day or like the millennium i like i don't know when but like if you if you're in another religion but you're living it to the best of your abilities and it's it's a good religion in the sense that it preaches to do good mm-hmm. <laughs> right um i feel like god is in it Mm-hmm. I feel like he's oh, a part of 100%. it, and he's part, and he's part of the good decisions you're making. And then if and if you were doing it because you genuinely believe that that was correct, and then like I think he like that's for him, mm-hmm. and he's not, and he's going to be so happy that you were so faithful and strong. And something I love that I believe President Gordon B. Hinckley said is that um, if you have other religious beliefs or other truth, we still invite you to come. To our church to bring the goodness that you have and see if there's like another layer or depth of like understanding that we can add to it and to just experiment and to maybe like also give us some of that grace and benefit of the doubt that there could be something there that could be really inspiring to you as well. Because like we may we may have the ordinances to get to celestial kingdom, but maybe we don't have like the personality. Maybe we need to learn a little bit more about humility, and you got it. I'm just, def- I mean, <laughs> definitely for sure, humility. for sure. So, <laughs> so yeah. yeah, we invite you guys to to explore, to learn, um, definitely about our religion, but also others. And in so doing, I think we're all going to become better people, become more empathetic, and we're going to all grow and support each other. What could be better than? No. Subscribing. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say subscribing, commenting, and liking. Could be better. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching this episode, guys. This is just a really fun topic. Thanks for watching along with us. And if you do have any cool experiences going to another church or maybe something that you learned, please do comment and we'd love to read them. And we will see you next time. Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.